Hello and welcome in to another episode of the Michael Like Stuff podcast. So glad that you've chosen to join me today. It means a lot. So thank you for taking some time out of your holiday season to listen to this podcast. Uh, Joel, my brother, and I talked about Survivor. So uh, we did take last week off. Uh, we were both traveling and uh, having having adventures and experiences, and we just weren't able to, to get it together last week. But uh, we're back this week, so thank you for tuning in. Another great episode of Survivor that we all got to watch this week. So that was very exciting. Um, I do want to get back on my NFL picks this week. I do want to first mention the Titans. Uh, they have a big game this week. Yes, it's against a terrible team, but so far this season, that has proven to be the Titans' biggest weakness playing against terrible teams. So this week, they're playing the Jags. They have to win this game. And honestly, they really need to win by a lot. Um, I think any, anything short of a two-score win is going to be really, really hard to build anything off of. Uh, this needs to be a confidence builder. We need to go out on Sunday and crush the Jags off a of bye week. I mean, Derrick Henry, no Derrick Henry. Obviously, no Derrick Henry this week. Uh, no A.J. Brown this week. Uh, but we might get some guys back. We might have Julio Jones out there a little bit. Um, we've got to win this game. We've got to win it impressively, in my opinion, too. Uh, we got to get we got to get the fans back on board. We got to get our momentum back. We got to get Ryan Tannehill back on track. So this is a huge game for the Titans. The Titans are nine-point favorites at home against the Jaguars. I like the Titans in this game. I'm taking the Titans minus nine this week. So they're nine-point favorites against the Jags. I think they'll beat the Jags by more than that. And if they don't. They're in trouble, everybody. They're in trouble. A couple other games that I like this week. Uh, we got the Ravens on the road in Cleveland. The Ravens are two and a half point underdogs. I have I have no faith in Cleveland. I have very little faith in Baltimore, but I have no faith in Cleveland. So I'm taking the Ravens uh, to to beat that as two and a half point underdogs this week in Cleveland. And the third game that I'm targeting this week, the Bills tough Monday night game just getting trounced on the ground in the in the freezing windy game at home against the Patriots on Monday short week now they're going down to Tampa against a team that I, I just don't think that Tom Brady is going to let this team lose many of these big games down the stretch so I'm taking the Bucks minus three and a half that means they're three and a half point favorites I'm taking the Bucks in that game I've also got those three games in a parlay, uh, so things get spicy this weekend, all right? Things get spicy this weekend. So uh, that's kind of my NFL picks this week. I also wanted to mention another thing that I like. Madeline and I, my wife, we have started a new TV show, and I know that this is a... Everyone knows how good this TV show is, and, you know, I hadn't watched it, so I couldn't speak to how great it is until now. You know, we got the Apple... TV. We got a new Apple TV, so we've got this Apple Plus trial. And Ted Lasso, guys, it's an amazing television show. I know I'm late to the party on this. Maybe the best television show I've seen all year. Only Murders in the Building is right there. But Ted Lasso is a great television show. It's just, 
it's just a great show. It's just, it's really funny. It's heartfelt. It's genuine. It makes me feel good. Not a lot of TV makes me feel good. Ted Lasso makes me feel good. And so uh, that's just my my pick for the week, television-wise. Um, so yeah, uh, obviously, Survivor, still a pick of mine. This is the penultimate episode was this week. So we only have one week left. We got a three-hour season finale of Survivor next week. So we're excited for that. Joel and I will be back next week breaking it down. I'm really tired. I got to hang out with uh, my friend, my good friend, my great friend, Mitchell Moon today. And uh, just keep keep your eyes peeled on your feed throughout this next month because uh, something might be popping up. All right. So uh, anyways, thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. It means the world. Joel and I both really appreciate it. Um, yeah. Hope you have a good one. I'm going to take a nap. See ya. Hello and welcome. After a two-week hiatus, we are here back after a Survivor episode. Alongside of me is my brother Michael. I am Joel Klinger, and we are here to talk through episode 11, right? Episode 11 of Survivor 41. Um, And it wasn't really super dramatic. It wasn't super exciting. Um, But yeah, how are you feeling right now, Michael, after, after just watching the episode? Feeling good, man. I thought it was a good episode of Survivor, you know? Uh, started off pretty heavy. Uh, I There was like a few light moments at Heather's expense that I enjoyed. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was an episode of Survivor. It was good. Nothing bad happened. Yeah. It, it, I feel like coming off of the last two episodes, which have been like crazy, right? Like just like you know the last three episodes i feel like i've been on the edge of the seat my seat for like most of the time right um this kind of did was like okay danny or deshaun is going home that was a given we didn't know which one and i was kind of surprised at which one um but it was kind of like like a a cool down week still solid still fine but just a little more controlled a little more you know under like understanding of like okay this is what's probably gonna happen um so, uh, of course, spoilers, uh, Danny goes home, um, and I feel like we saw a little more of Danny's personality this week as well, you know, with him looking for an idol and missing it and coming back and, uh, you know, telling Ricard, it's like, you know, even if I did, or if I didn't, I'm not gonna, I can't tell you, like, I can't, like, I can't tell you. He uh, didn't even, he... I would say he looked for it, but he didn't search for it. Right. You know, he was just looking at the ground. Like, you don't see people finding them just by looking at the ground. Get down on your hands and knees and, like, get a stick, dig it around in there. That's how you find them. Yeah. I I mean, I thought it was interesting. So, like, I was – so I started David vs. Goliath again last night. I was bored. And I started watching the first – like, David David vs. Goliath. And I watched the first episode. And – I didn't realize it then, but they did the kind of like reverse time with the first idol that was found. It was, I think it was, I can't remember his name. It was Dan or or something, Kara's ally in in the Goliath tribe. And they like teased like that they were all looking for idols. And he came back to camp and was like, 
you know, I'm cool. It's in my, it's in my shorts right now. And, uh, but like literally I, those are so weird. Sometimes they're really specifically placed and sometimes they're just out and about like his was like, had purple string around a rock and he just flipped over the rock and the idol was just there. And it's like, like maybe Danny was looking for something like that. I mean, when you think about the advantages, like literally didn't they do for like the UWA camp, they just like threw it like next to the fire or something. So that that was uh, the one where they all went to the like fire where Tiffany and, uh, yes. all of them so, like, went to that fire. To so yeah, find it. yeah, they wanted you to find that. Um, and yeah, like, I mean, I don't know. There were so many things at the beginning and no one has even really bothered to look for much more, which I thought has been odd. And Danny was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll look around. Why not? Um, and yeah, I thought that was super interesting. Um, you know, do you see like when I look back on the season, I see like an evolution of Danny. Like to me, and it was probably edited this way, and that's why I think it. But like also like it seemed like he wasn't really playing at the beginning, but in the recent episodes, he's been like trying to like game Xander. He's trying to like look for idols. It seems like he's much more involved and engaged, and like it kind of makes sense looking at why they would want to vote someone out, especially when Tiffany says, man, I really wish that he didn't go. Yeah, I think, yeah, Danny has been, I mean, if you're on the a tribe that never goes to tribal council, like you don't really have to scheme and right. plot very much. And in fact, they were scheming and plotting, trying to go to tribal council and they, they weren't able to thanks to Nasir. <laughs> but like, yeah, he's definitely been stepping his game up and, I thought the choice to send him home tonight was interesting paired against Deshaun. Um, Like, I feel like we've been getting a lot of Deshaun, but I think that like Danny seems to be more like likable to me than Deshaun, even though I think someone in the episode tonight said that Deshaun is like really likable and all this. And I'm like, all that Deshaun has done this season is say he's going to do stuff and then not like follow through with it. And then get like bitter and salty about literally everything that has happened, you know, advantage related or not. And like even getting salty about not getting a a note from a loved one. Like, I I don't know what Deshaun has done that's going to warrant him getting a million dollars at the end. Yeah, that's something that I thought of too, right? Like, maybe they're viewing him as a goat. Like, I mean, he's kind of blew up. Like, Shan's definitely not going to vote for him, right? Liana's not going to vote for him. Uh, You know, Danny will. But, like, when I look at other people on that jury, like, I don't really know of anyone that would vote with Deshaun, right? Except for maybe Evie. But it's like, I don't, don't, you know, the whole conversation about goats, it's like, of course, Heather's a goat. But, like, we don't really know who people think are goats. I mean, people could think that Xander is a goat, which I think is odd considering that like Xander was like threat number two at the merge and he's had an idol this whole time and no one has done anything about it so like I I don't really know what's going on in their heads or the jury's heads because it seems like Ricard is the clear winner if he makes it and then the rest of them is just kind of like 
a popularity contest, I guess. Because, I mean, like, I would argue that Xander has played the best game outside of Ricard. But Xander may be totally unlikable. Right? And, I mean, like, maybe that's why people want to take him. I just, like, a lot of this is, like, I don't understand why people would want to keep certain people over other people based on their personalities, at least. Yeah. I mean, I think that some of the players remaining, if they get to the end, like, I feel like that's their story. Like, Erica was supposed to get voted out at the merge. The fact that she didn't ever get voted out, despite people saying, I think we should vote Erica out at different points. I mean, I think that's like, for some people, I think that like their big move might just be like getting to the end. Like Xander, he does he need a big move or is his big move? I got to the end. People lied to my face on multiple occasions, telling me I was getting votes. I didn't believe them. I didn't play my idol. I read it. I read the whole thing perfectly, and I'm sitting here at the end. The only thing is like whoever engineers the Ricard vote, which. I don't think anyone's going to have to engineer it. If he doesn't win immunity, he's going to get voted out. Like, I don't think it's rocket science at this point. Like, I don't think it's going to be so-and-so's move. It's going to, everyone there is going to claim that as their move. It's like, oh yeah, we had to get Ricard out of the game. Yeah. Maybe whoever wins immunity instead of him or beats him in fire, I feel like would have an argument. But other than that, like, no, like, I mean, and I think, is so Erica has won an immunity challenge and Xander has won an immunity challenge. But I don't think anyone else has other than Ricard. Heather has definitely has not won one. They're like, let's keep people that can beat Ricard. And I thought like, okay, well, if you really want to do that, <laughs> you vote out Heather, right? But of course, they're not going to do that. And, um, you know, I, I feel like, Oh man, like Ricard is looking like really good right now. And who'd have thought we'd be saying that, you know, four weeks ago? I feel like that's to be where we are now. I truly didn't see it transpiring this way. I truly believe butterflies are just dead relatives saying hi. <laughs> but yeah, I no, I agree. I agree. I think uh, Ricard. Uh, I think we're all surprised that he's sitting here and it doesn't happen if um, the Black Alliance doesn't cannibalize themselves. I mean, it's been one after the other, all four yeah. of them. Like now just Deshaun is left and Deshaun's only left because he's the most wishy-washy of all of them. And like, yeah. Yeah. And the do or die. Can we, can we take a pause? Oh yeah. We didn't get about- to talk about that last week. Yeah, so last week they did this do or die thing where it's the Monty Hall problem where they give you, you know, three boxes and only one of them is safe. And, like, what were your thoughts on just the concept of the worst performer in a challenge being, like, like doesn't, like, all of their fate is taken completely out of their hands? Like, what, what were your thoughts on that? that concept well um i had seen a a thing on reddit that was saying but but like a couple weeks before the episode that was talking about this potential new twist in this season that was called the do or die challenge and it was if you came in last in the immunity challenge you went home right then and there and then they still went to tribal later 
Whoa. That's what I read on Reddit. And obviously that's not what happened. So I was actually, by the time I actually watched the episode, I was like, this is actually really measured in that, um, you know, you, you got to make a, a conscious decision for yourself based on where you were in the game, whether or not you would participate. And, um, I kind of liked that if you didn't like for Deshaun, if he didn't, if he wasn't out, then he was safe. And that was a, it wasn't like he, what you're not out. Okay. Now you, you're, um, not safe. I actually really like that too. And if you know how the Monty Hall problem works, you have a two thirds chance, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. Now, obviously Deshaun did not take advantage of that. Yeah. Um, if you're familiar, you should always choose to switch in that position. Um, if you, don't know if that doesn't make sense to you that's fair um you can check out uh rob has a podcast survivor know-it-alls last week christian hubicki from david vs goliath gave a great breakdown about like 20 minutes into that episode that you should watch on youtube it's actually really interesting so you're taking it from it, it seems like you have a one in three chance uh but you actually have a two-thirds chance if you switch the boxes uh, which Deshaun didn't do. I guess he just had a feeling or he didn't know the math behind it. But um, I think all things considered, like, I I thought it was great television. Deshaun, like, if, if Deshaun had gone home, I wouldn't probably like it as much. Um, mm. But the fact that, like, it was just a new twist and it didn't, it, I mean, I'm sure there's people who didn't like it. Um, but I actually thought it was interesting. And, like... I wouldn't have liked it if everyone had to participate in the immunity challenge or something like that. But the fact that you got to decide for yourself made it, made it good for me. I, yeah, I agree. I think that, um, good television. I would have been very frustrated for Deshaun if he did go home. Um, and I think that it was weird that it was like a chance thing. I think if it's like a puzzle or, Something I like that a little bit better. I could honestly do without it altogether, but I mean, did add drama, did make for dramatic television, and I get that. But um, the gameplay of it, it just did it. You know, I could do without it. But yeah, that's how I have mixed feelings. A lot of these, a lot of these moves, I have mixed feelings, and it's kind of all kind of dependent. I feel like on the consequence of them. Like the only thing that happened of that whole thing was Deshaun was immune, and that was it. Um, which isn't that big of a, and he was you know. lucky. And Liana's the one that got screwed over by that because right. Deshaun was going home. So, right there you go. And I, it was tough because like Liana, in her mind, I'm sure was like, well, I mean, Danny and Deshaun, they're probably like going out before I am, right? Or maybe we even get Ricard. So she sat out, and then Danny won, and then Deshaun got lucky. And it's um, you know. I hate that for, but, um, that's just the season this year. It's bizarre. It's unfortunate, but that's just, you know, what happens? It's life, I guess. So what did you think about, um, Danny and Deshaun, like rehashing the strategy behind the other players, not voting Ricard out at the last vote? Cause they're like really hung up on that. And, and like, they're saying like, they're idiots. That's why they didn't vote Ricard out last time. It all, it, it all has to do with how it plays out. Because if Ricard wins, I'm sure Xander and Erica will look back and think, yeah, 
we should have voted him out. But I think it's, I mean, like, I think that, of course, and you see what you see it every season when players complain that another player is making a stupid call. And it's like, yes, they made a stupid call if they were trying to get you to win the game. But if they, if, if Xander and Erica flipped and voted Ricard out, they would have Xander, Erica, and Heather versus Danny, Deshaun, and Liana again. Exactly. Which that, shifts, that shifts the power right back to Danny and Deshaun. And of course they're going to be mad. Of course they're going to be upset that one of their allies were, were voted out. But that doesn't mean that it was the right call for everybody. Of course, like they're going to view it and they're going to say, you know, one of them may bring it up. If if Ricard's there, they'll definitely bring it up. It's like, that was the move you should have made. And that's why you lost. But it's like they were going to lose anyway if they chose the other one. So, like, of course, of course, that they're going to say that they're going to be bitter. People on the island, they're going to be bitter. It's a game worth a million dollars. They're on a stranded island. They're hungry. They're tired. And it's all this stuff. And it's like, of course, they're not thinking, you know, throughout every single person's gameplay their their empathy in terms of other people winning is limited you know um because they have a horse in the race so i mean i thought i thought of course like that was not the that was the most like predicted conversation to happen was just like they're so stupid you know because i mean we sit at home and we say yeah they're so stupid they're so stupid but i mean we don't really know and and like you know, I think I think that was the right call to consider, and it may have won one of a million dollars. Yeah, I mean, I was like, of course they didn't vote with you guys because y'all weren't with them. Mm-hmm. Like they were like maybe like why maybe make it kind- like, why make it a three three tie when you can have a four two lead? Right in Xander's mind, it's like I could I could be in a three with Erica and Heather, or I could be fourth out of Danny, Deshaun, and Liana. Yeah. You definitely choose the three. Right. Yeah, it just it just I I was just like that like Deshaun and Danny have been salty over more stuff this season than anyone. And they literally were on like a tribe that never lost immunity. And they are salty about everything, this, that every advantage that doesn't work in their favor. It's just a little bit, it's a little bit ridiculous for me. So I'm excited to, the thing is though, I actually like Danny a lot and I'm sad to see him go and I'm okay with Deshaun. Um, I think he has a chance to win. I think it's probably Ricard in the driver's seat. And then honestly, the three Deshaun, Xander and, Erica that we're talking, that is a toss up to me. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times on Survivor, the three people get together and they all think it they think it's a toss up, or one person has convinced the other two people that it's a toss up when it's not. But in my mind, that's a toss up to me right now. I in terms of gameplay and social game and voting and all that stuff, I think Xander has a better way of of getting out than Deshaun or Erica do because Xander has been pegged as a threat since like day two with Liana and he's still there and I I don't feel like Erica was only like she was kind of just like a lamb before like literally when she was on her tribe they were like about to vote her out 
And then she came in and she she flipped the the you know she wasn't chosen, which is more negative. But then she flipped the she broke no she broke it. Yeah, she broke the time turner hourglass. Yeah, hourglass. And and then she was just kind of in the majority, and she flipped when she needed to flip when everyone flipped. And and she's had Heather's vote the whole time. Exactly. So it's like Erica's talk Erica's being paranoid about taking Heather with her. It's like, no, you want Heather there. Because if Heather's there, you're like, Yeah, I brought Heather. She didn't do anything. Like, when was the last time you had a conversation about gameplay with Heather? Like, and I just asked the jury that. It'd be like, Yeah, she's mine. I brought her. I should get all of her votes for that reason. And I thought it was stupid that like she even had that conversation with Deshaun because even in that conversation with Deshaun, you can say okay so like you can't go with danny right because you've been in everything with him and she didn't even it didn't they didn't even show that or like she didn't bring it up like i don't know it was i thought i thought that whole conversation was odd and it blew up in her face but i don't know oh, man that's just like well yeah yeah like erica might have told deshaun that oh, i can't go to the end with heather but she also might not believe that because a lot of times when you're talking to somebody on Survivor, you're just agreeing with them to get them right. to like think yeah, that but you're cool. She also had a testimonial where she said something like that, though. Um, and like I thought it was interesting. I've never heard someone vocalize like I just needed to hear someone say it in like a private conversation before. So I thought that was I thought that was really good gameplay on Deshaun's part. It was probably honestly the best gameplay I've seen from Deshaun thus far. Uh, well, yeah. So when we're talking about Deshaun's game moves tonight, so one thing that he did earlier in the season that I thought was actually like really cutthroat but a really smart move was when he told um Xander at Tribal that Evie had already told him about his idol. And, and all of that yeah. at that big tribal. And I feel like that's kind of what Deshaun was trying to do tonight yeah. too, was to like, if I can just sow this distrust between these two allies, then like on the off chance that I am here next time, they'll be ready to break up. Yeah. Which is, which is what happened last time. Now yeah. it, he did not do it as smoothly as he did it. No, and even like Jeff like started going off on him in tribal, right? Like he, because he, he was like a bit of like a, a a bit of advice or like sub like sub comment or something, and Deshaun's it always, and then he was like, you know, Danny's coming into this like I'm still in this, I got a shot. You're just like I'm going down and bringing the whole world with me. Like I'm just like you know going wild with it, and it seemed like that did not play well it didn't play well with the jury it didn't play well with the people that were still on the tribe which is weird why they kept him after that well do you think that's why they did keep him because because that would make him like unvotable and well, unlikable just because like it was a publicly bad game move and that yeah like that that action kind of made it because like the way they were talking like xander was calling it a a truth kamikaze well then why didn't you vote him out unless you're saying that he like just tanked his own game yeah 
I, f- I feel like they probably already made the decision to vote out Danny if he had Nidal or not, or if he didn't, if he played it or not. Um, and they just didn't flip it. But maybe Erica, if she had like a few hours outside of Tribal after that, like maybe she flips her vote. But, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I would have liked to still see Danny in the game. So, um, I don't know. I like, that's the thing about when we're talking about goats, like I really don't know who the goat is at this point outside of Heather, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, and uh, you know, there might not be, I, I like if Heather Xander and Deshaun get to final three, they're all going to get votes. Which in an, when it with an eight person jury, if it's Erica, Deshaun and Xander, is that what I said? You said Heather. Okay, first. well that's what I meant. Xander, Erica, and Deshaun. If those three get to the finals, they're all going to get votes. And in an eight person jury, that could mean you could win with you four. Could, you could win with four. Four, yeah. You could tie three, three, two, and then have a revote, which could get spicy. Or but you could tie four, four, oh. But if they all get votes, you could only tie three, three, two. I think. I mean, when we look at the votes and look at the jury, it's really difficult for me to come out with a, a scenario that Deshaun wins. And. I mean, I guess the only one, the only one that I can see Deshaun winning is if it's Deshaun, Heather, and Xander. Because I think that they want this season to stand for something, right? Like they want this, like they've said, like even Heather said that, like they're, they're all dealing with this, this social justice stuff. And wouldn't it be a pity if just Xander just won this season? I don't know. Like, I think that Erica can come in 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 final tribal council and say, like, you know, I grew up a lot in the season. I was given my chance. I took it and I dominated the rest of the way. And I'm a woman. And I I have to deal with all these things outside of the game and like all this stuff. Because she even talked about how people look down on her, how she how people like she's she's, you know, appears weaker than everyone. I feel like if they buy that story, I think that Erica actually has a pretty good argument for winning. Um, I think that is her argument for winning. I mean, I, I, I think, I don't think anyone's going to give somebody a million dollars just because they fit the right demographic. Like, Oh, I know that's not, uh, that's not, I don't think that's what I meant. I think, I think, no one is talking about Xander in a way that is like good for Xander. It seems like I haven't heard anyone compliment Xander. I've heard people say Xander is annoying. I've heard, you know, Xander was into Liana. Liana may or may not have been into him. I don't, I don't know. And, uh, you know, like I, I, it's just weird to me that no one is saying anything about Xander because in my mind, outside of Ricard, he has played the best game. And that's what confuses me the most. 
I, I don't know. So it's all a toss up. Like I wish that this was, I wish that I came in with a great hot take and a great thing, a great truth bomb, a truth kamikaze in this podcast tonight. But really, my head's just all scrambled about what is it going to happen? Like what? What? Who is going to win? Like it, you know, it's Ricard, obviously. And then after that, I mean. I don't really know who 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 the hurry the jury would vote for. I can kind of see people's arguments, but I don't really know if I buy any of them like a lot, you know. I mean, I think that in tonight's episode, like Ricard wasn't a main character, even though he won immunity. It kind of felt like the main characters in tonight's episode were Xander, Deshaun, Erica, and Danny. Yeah, and like. I mean, Heather, even Heather had a a moment tonight. Of course, she's got Jeff being her biggest cheerleader during the challenges. Man. Like, what? What the heck? (laughs) Like, what the heck? Like, it's okay. Get up. Like, Jeff has never said that before. Jeff should just say, Heather takes a big hit. And then they just move on. (laughs) Then you just keep going. Like, go talk about everything else that's happening. Right. You don't hear like play by play play by play announcers being like Come on, Alfred Payton, you can you could do better. Like it's like, yeah, guard Steph again. Maybe maybe it'll go better this time. It's like, no, no. They're like he just can't guard him, <laughs> right? Like it, I don't I feel like that's fine to say. You're not a bad person for stating the obvious that Heather is in last place and she's struggling, she's far behind. Heather completely botched that reward challenge too. <laughs> yeah. Like she got out, like she got out of the water for no reason. She was like too tired. She couldn't swim. I mean, I'm laughing, but I mean that's probably me too. No, but at the same Joel, time, you like, could at the very least you can grab just on, hold on to the wood, right? Yeah, stand there, and then at least you can like take a couple like like strokes and get to a ball and then get back to that thing and then hoist yourself up to throw it like come <laughs> on that was terrible it's i funny, i think she didn't know what was going on i think she like got over to the thing and then she was like oh screw it i'm not going back in there <laughs> like i think that's what happened like i don't know if she thought the challenge was over or that she was gonna get to shoot now or what was happening but it yeah. was a disaster she is like, she because in a couple moments in the past couple of weeks, she's been like cheerleader Heather. Like it's like where she's not even trying anymore, but she's very expressive. She's like, oh, yay, or like like something like that. And it's like you're worthless. <laughs> like like come on, like you know, hand me a ball. Like at least do something. Like Ricard even had to walk back and get another ball. Because Heather was just sitting on her butt. She didn't even, like, walk over and, like, feed him another ball. It was like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. And, and yeah. I, and the fact that, like, you know that at some point after that challenge, Danny and Ricard were talking to the camera or, or each other, like, <laughs> what is Heather doing out there? And I'm like, why can't we see that? Like that would like that's what I yeah. wanted to see after the challenge. Like them say yeah. that and then be like, and why is Jeff rooting for her? Like, yeah. cause you know that they're talking about that. Like, why can't we see it? They're doing the the edit crew is doing a really impressive job of protecting everyone. Like, no one has really said anything that's like really crappy. 
right? Like no one has said anything that's like super arrogant, except for like, you know, Sydney a couple times, and Shan maybe. Um, but like I don't know, it just doesn't seem like there are as many like terrible takes on 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 the season. I don't know. At least at least that's how that's how. I it mean, looks to I, me. I think all the players are really aware of how they're going to be perceived on television too. Like yeah. every single player and like you can do something and be completely genuine and still know it's going to play good on TV. So I'm not yeah. taking this away from them, but like every single one of them has like a one-on-one sit down on the beach with Deshaun the morning after the tribal council. Yeah. And it's just like, what? Okay. So here's something interesting. And like, if you're reading edits, um, you would probably think Ricard is, is going to win, but Ricard didn't say anything about like the main conversation topic of race at the last tribal council. And he did not have a sit down with Deshaun or Danny the morning after. So here's my thing. If Ricard was going to win, wouldn't they want to like show him in that light? Since that's one of the main themes of the season as someone who's like wanting to engage with that, that subject. Well, I don't, I don't know because he's also had his own thing. He was the one that said, Jeff, I don't think we should say guys, right? Like no one even remembers that. That was so long ago. I do because Evie was like, I'm like kind of non-binary and it's cool. And then Ricard was like, no, it is not cool. (laughs) And, uh, Evie is non-binary or yeah, yeah. I th- I think, but like I think I think I, I saw her pronouns were like they her or something. Yeah, they um, they her I believe, or that's what it was at the beginning of the season. Uh yeah, and um, yeah, I I wouldn't read into that too much because like I don't know, Erica didn't say anything about it either. Um, she did the morning after though. Did she? Yeah, she uh-huh. had a one on one sit down with Deshaun. Oh yeah. So after on this tonight's episode, or so on, on last last week's episode, we saw Deshaun, Danny talk about it, Liana talk about it. They showed Xander pipe in and talk about the importance of being an ally. Yeah. They talked about Heather saying, "Oh my goodness, I had no idea. I'm clueless, but thanks." <laughs> and then that was all they showed at Tribal. But in this episode, then they showed. Heather have a sit down with Deshaun. Erica have a sit down with Sean. And Xander tell Deshaun, mm-hmm. oh, dude, that was truly, I truly believe <laughs> butterflies are dead relatives saying hi. Or he said, no, he like, said, uh, he said, you know, that was, that was really eloquently said, you know. You and, know but I they think, didn't, like, we didn't see Ricard interact with the conversation topic at all. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Ricard was weirdly out of this episode. You're right. Um, but Xander cracks me up because I feel like it's just the way he talks, but it seems fake. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like I've known a lot of like white guys that like talk exactly like Xander does. And it's like, man, like, I don't, I don't know if I buy this. <laughs> well, like he was saying that he likes losing reward challenges so that he can go back and like <laughs> talk to everybody and be empathetic or whatever. Like, cry with the losers. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, cause they're, they're mad and I I can work with mad and sad. Yeah. It's like I feel yeah. I feel fine, but I know that they're hurting. 
Yeah, the whole thing with Shane and Liana, where Shane and Liana like got back from reward and then just randomly started crying, and Xander like started to like tear up and be like, "Yeah, that like sucked." (laughs) I just feel so bad for y'all, honestly. That's why I'm crying. I mean, I don't want to put motivations in people's brains, but yeah, I I don't know if I buy that. Um, But yeah, maybe you're right. I, I I really don't know. Like it all depends. I mean, Ricard just has to get through one challenge and one fire making and he's done like he's good he's won a million dollars um and at the rate he's winning things i mean yeah why not i mean i could definitely see it he's the front runner for sure like they showed so when we're talking about scenes for next week's episode they showed like all this bizarre stuff where like people running around maybe there's like an advantage for like a certain i don't know immunity immunity challenge advantage maybe yeah yeah and then like randomly like xander talking to ricard being like really emotional be like no way and it's like like i you know i don't I like these edits for the next week's episode you really can't tell ricard looked really emotional in that right yeah which is weird because yeah. we don't we haven't really seen that from him. He has seemed so level headed, cold blooded, yeah. cold blooded. Even when like Shan straight up told him, it's like, hey man, like they're throwing your name out. He was like, okay, I just need a second to like process this. And it's like I've never seen anyone say that before on Survivor. I've I would be like, then we got to get them out. <laughs> you know, like yeah, like just like like no, they're done, they're done. You have my back, right? You have my back. Oh God. Oh God. Like that, like in, in Ricardo just seems so like whatever, but I mean, he, hearing his story and like understanding like who he is, it kind of makes sense for him to be like really patient. Um, which is why I don't, you know, maybe, I don't know. I guess I'm seeing the worst in people in survivor, but it's like, maybe he's just like faking it to get some, some emotional support, uh, in gameplay. I really don't know. Cause that's a very, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like, who do you think goes home next week? Because it's not going to be Xander, right? Well, next Can't week be. is the finale, dude. Oh, yeah. Well, who do you think Three goes hours. home five? Who do you think goes um, home five? Ricard goes home if he doesn't win, right? Yeah. So, okay. So, I'm going to say this, and this is probably crazy, but the person that I think is a for sure lock for final three is Erica. Yeah. Like, I think she's a lock for final three. I could see someone getting rid of Heather just to, like, be like, Heather's going to try to, is going to take my spot. She's going to for sure get taken at final four, and I don't want that. So we've got to get her out now. I could see that happening if Ricard wins immunity or something like that. The only way I think it happens is if Ricard wins immunity twice, and then... I don't know. Like, I think I think Erica could be put in fire at some point, right? If, like, I think whoever wins at four, if Heather's still there, they're going to take Heather, right? Because, I mean, why would you take anyone that can beat you? And then it would be Erica versus someone at fire, whether it be Deshaun, Ricard, or Xander. And we don't know anything about these people's fire-making skills. Yeah. I think that the most likely final three is Deshaun... Erica and Xander 
because that's the only final three that's been spoken of to this point. And I also think they're like the three most middle players. Yeah. And I think like, like you said, um, we don't really like outside of Ricard, there's not a true front runner right now. And that's basically what they said. Like maybe that's like what the producers are leading us towards is like, it's a toss up. Like it's going to be a close vote. We don't know who's going to win. And I could, I could, could get down with that because I do feel like it's been a while since we had like a true toss up, probably season 37 was, was up there. I feel like, uh, David versus Goliath. I felt like came down to the wire a little bit. 38, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it hasn't been that long, but it's been several, <laughs> multiple years. Okay. Um, and so like, I, I do think it's going to be a toss up. We have three or four, five. Honestly, we have five relatively likable characters left in the game. Um, so, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. But I, I, what do you think is going to happen? Who do you think is going out next? I think it's going to be Ricard that goes next. Um, and then I think it'll be whoever can't make fire. So, like, let's say... Let's say Erica wins immunity because we all know Heather's not going to. And then Deshaun and Xander do fire. I think I think that would be interesting. Um, be, uh, unless, like, the whole thing comes in where they don't want to give them a fire-making challenge to, like, not give them anything to claim at Final Tribal. We saw that with uh, Edge of Extinction with Chris, right? Um yeah, so like it's yeah, it's kind of tricky. It's like if I think Ricard would win fire making, do I just take him because like he doesn't need any more resume boost? Right. But is like, it more of a resume boost to be like I convinced them to take me? I didn't even have to make fire. Like that's what yeah. that's what Tommy said in season thirty nine. I think I think if if well, I think Ricard wins regardless. I think you have to put him in fire. I think that's just a fact. Um, and then, uh, the, like, I just don't know who's who's going to make fire because, like, if I'm them, I'm just, like, spending all of my time all day making fire. Like, I'm, if, if I'm, like, for Erica, sure, Deshaun, Xander, Heather, just make fire. Just make fire all the time. All the time. Like, like figure it out. Do it all the time. Um, and because, yeah, I mean – that's really the only way you can make it outside of winning immunity. Um, and if you don't win immunity against Ricard, you're not going to win. Period. Yeah. So Xander's idol is done now, right? So they keep talking about it like it's a it, it goes till five. And I it feel like, like didn't get talked about at all tonight, though. Yeah, which makes me think that it is till five. That it is an idol. I think the extra vote ended at six, and he used it. Yes. Okay. Um, because everyone, like Rob has podcast is talking about him using a five, but I, I also thought it was six. So, I mean, Xander's in the final four regardless. Um, and yeah, Heather's probably in the final four regardless. I, if I somebody finds, saying. if somebody finds that another immunity idol that Danny couldn't find out there, surely insane. they're going to go pick that up during this last tribal. 
Because like yeah. you can't it's have so three people game. immune at a five person tribal council. That's nuts. That would be pretty crazy. It's like those three people just vote. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess could still work functionally, but yeah, that would be nuts. Man. Like I if I'm Ricard, I'm I'm searching for that thing, right? And I, I like Ricard seems so heavily trusting of Xander and Erica. Why? <laughs> I mean, I think he's been trusting them till now because he knows that them voting with him has been in his best interest or in their best interest. I think he would have have trusted him as much if he didn't have an immunity necklace tonight. But like there's no real sense in lying to the person that has an immunity necklace, you know? Yeah. Like and so he's had that the last two times and he knows that before tonight it was in their best interest to not vote him out. So, I mean, why like, you know, I think that's, and that's the part of Survivor that I think is really interesting. It's like, you're having to judge what other people think is in their best interest and then using that to help your game out. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think that's what Ricard has done really well to this point. He pitched, he got the Shan vote at the, just the perfect time. And, uh, he used, he was not immune last week and he just knew like, everyone's still on the we we can't let go of this power we've got to secure the game and so now like now xander heather and erica have secured the game and it's just a matter of is ricard gonna win immunity or not yeah yeah <clears throat> so that's really that's really all it's down to and it's like it's kind of at this point I feel like this is kind of how it goes with Survivor. Like the real meat of the season happens in like twelve through six, and then it just kind of plays out. Like yeah, the way. it's a crapshoot a lot of times from six mm-hmm. on. Like because you can win three immunities in a row. Like that's very doable. Yeah, even Fabio did that. Yeah, Mike. If like if Fabio can win Survivor, then anyone left can win Survivor. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, okay, let me ask you this. I haven't seen all seasons, but is Fabio the worst Survivor winner ever? Um, Not in my opinion, no. He's like bottom tier, but he's not the worst winner ever. Like, Chris Underwood got voted out like third. second. Yeah, third. And then he comes yeah. back in and he's just good at immunity challenges and building, making fire. So he won Survivor and it's like, that was dumb. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, at least at least with that season, we did get to see like a first of like him give up immunity and put himself in fire making with Rick Devins. Yeah, the, fina- was cool. the finale was exciting. It was exciting. That's for sure. But still, uh, like, he played Survivor for, like, six days. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe it was eight days well, total out of 39. Sat, he had to sit on his butt out there on an island for a month. Like, that to me is worse than, like, trying to dodge, like, the, the social game of Survivor. Like, it's just, like, he's just sitting out there for no reason for, like, three weeks. 
and then he finally is just back. I mean, yeah, but like that's not really playing Survivor. Yeah, um, uh, Edge of Extinction is so stupid. I I hope it never happens again. You would have been so you would have been pissed if Natalie won like Winners at War. Oh yeah, I didn't want Natalie to win. Mm. Like, I wanted Michelle to win. You know, right? But um, yeah, I didn't want Natalie to win. Um, but yeah, I hate Edge of Extinction. I hope it never comes back. And that's the thing. Like everyone needs to like calm down about all the twists. Number one, they basically did all of those like pre-merge and they've done a couple things post-merge, but like the hourglass thing happened like at the merge and the do or die thing really ended up like not radically changing the game. Well, it might, we'll see. Like if Deshaun wins, if Deshaun wins, wins, he owes his game to the do or die challenge. But like other than that, like it's, I think that the, uh, and I've said this before, but like the advantages and all of that early on in the game was really, I think character development. Like we got to know a lot of characters a lot more based on the situations that they were in and see how they would respond. Like we got to know Tiffany better. We got to know Sydney. We got to know JD. We got to know Brad. We got to know all these people. And like, we got to see a really neat moment between Liana and Shan. We got to see a really neat moment between Evie and Deshaun. And so we actually know a lot of these characters from these, these moments that they've had throughout the season. And those things help build a foundation for what happened post-merge, which if you've, if you've been watching the post-merge of the season, you have to admit it's been like at least upper half of survivor. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Like it's been like, there's a lot of post-merges that are slogs. I know because I've watched a ton of survivor old survivor the last year and a half. And like a lot of it is just like one group taking out the other group and then like, breaking up into their subgroups and taking each other out and then the game's over. And that's not what's been happening. There's been a lot of themes um, and stuff playing out in this season that doesn't always happen. And that's interesting. Yeah. I feel, I also feel like with the twists, I mean, the things that like people hate a lot of, like the knowledge is power one or the, the smashing the hourglass one, like I feel like they're also conscious enough of like popular opinion of the fan base to like understand what worked and what did it right so like hopefully we'll never see the hourglass ever again I think that's the stupidest thing in the world and I feel like a lot of the fan base agrees with me and have said uh, just as much knowledge um, is power was great though it was great only because it didn't work right right like if Le- I feel like if Liana had actually played it well then I feel like it would have been really sucky for like everyone else in the game because at that moment she has knowledge of this thing that exists that no one else does in this game. And, and like, like, well, yes. that's what I'm saying is that now moving forward, people will know about it so you can right. adjust it into your strategy. Right. I feel like maybe if they, if they had like, started the season and been like hey we're gonna throw in like a couple new twists and advantages one of them is this i think that like 
that would have been cool because then you would have had like more people be way more protective of their idols and the whole concept of like whether i actually go on out on a limb and say like that phrase or not i feel like come becomes like a, a bigger question right and I, I i just feel like it was a disadvantage this time to everyone else except for liana except she blew it um so like those are those are my things and i know people disagree with me but that's just my opinion but like also like the big thing of like flipping a challenge i i really doubt that we'll see that again because people even the players like danny and deshaun they were like this is stupid um and i just i hope we don't see it but you're right like all the, the many twists in the beginning did set up for a great finish and um the shot in the dark i hope they keep that yeah yeah, oh, that's awesome. I guarantee you it'll be in 42 because like, and there'll probably be a lot of stuff that we saw this season in 42 or other crazy stuff because True. they they don't, n- no one had watched it before. Right. Um, Is they, it filmed? Yeah, they film it like, they filmed it like a month after 41. Oh, wow. So, so that one could be even, even like crazier. It could be. It could be. I don't know what's going to happen. So, well, I am excited for the reunion next week to get a sneak peek of 42. That'll be awesome. Yeah. But when it, do we know when that's going to come out? Uh, I believe February. Oh, wow. February through May, I think, is when it'll be airing. So, it's going to be sick. Tight. Yeah. But um, this yeah. season's been awesome, dude. I, I really love it. I'm, I'm, like, sad that it's going to end next week. Right. I'm excited, like, but I'm sad. I think, you know, I said the last time we did this, I think it's like, a, a, I think it's a, a top 10 season or like it's, it's up there. Right. Um, the drama has been very good. The cast has been spectacular. There is, you know, seeing, I love that Heather's still in the game because, you know, her for 12 episodes is about as much as like a normal cast member for like four <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of we've kind of like okay we actually have a grasp of like heather kind of as a person and a terrible challenge person um and yeah the cast has been killer so um this is probably one of the best casts in a non-returnee season ever mm-hmm. if not the best yeah like the amount of potential uh returning players that they have like I would love to see a lot of these players again, like JD, Brad, right? Um, Shan, obviously, Ricard, Deshaun, um, Liana could come back. Liana, Xander, Xander. They, Liana and Xander can come back on a couple season. Blood versus Water. <laughs> yeah, what if they did like a couple season and both brought back both Xander and Liana and Ricard and Shan? Yeah, they're now and Danny and Deshaun. <laughs> and Danny and Deshaun. <laughs> yeah and like even like tiffany like tiffany was awesome evie yeah. obviously a great character nasir nasir like oh. there's so many good like it's up there with like kagayan levels of like great cast so mm-hmm. i'm i've been i've been really pleased with this season and it's been awesome just to like watch new survivor because for a second there it started to look you started to wonder like uh, I don't know. Like, honestly, if season 40 hadn't happened before the pandemic, like if it had, if they had had to stop filming after 39, we might not have any Survivor. Yeah. They might have been like, nah, we can't. We're not going to hang on to this anymore. It's too hard and 
39 was not our best. So we're going to let it just let it die. Yeah. But I feel like 40 kind of rejuvenated everything and now it's on Netflix and now the fan base has grown so much. I feel like they're going to, they, they're in a position to keep doing survivor forever. Yeah. For at least a long time, which is great. Um, as long as Jeff Probst is still going to Fiji, um, and pumping himself full of, uh, plastic surgery or you know yeah because he i mean he this is the first season that it's like really noticeable it's like that's a lot of botox jeff it's like, like it's because like we missed like a year and a half right yeah we didn't see the graduality him. of it yeah, yeah so it, it really like he had like the whole pandemic thing of like growing his hair out and everything i hope he's i hope he's cut it off before season 43 but we'll see yeah like his his arms look weird yeah, he's ever... got like old man's old skinny man ripples, like muscle ripples on yeah. his arms. This is strange. Yeah, I, I I can't imagine how many plastic surgeries that man's had. Um, but yeah, hopefully he'll keep going, and then somebody else will take it. And uh, probably not a white man, but we'll see. Hopefully it makes it that long. Fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, I mean, anything else on this episode, I don't really know if there's like with this episode, there's not really a lot to say. It's just kind of going to go how it's going to go. Like, so right now this is our last, our last podcast before the end of the season. Who's your winner? Sander. Wow. I'm going Ricard. I'm going Ricard. Um, Yeah. Uh, any anything else to add before we sign off for the penultimate time? No, I don't really have anything to add. Glad you're home safely. Thank you. Yes, after 32 days, I did my own Survivor season, and I but instead of going on a beach and making my own food, I traveled around and spent a lot of money and ate delicious food uh, and only talked to strangers that I wanted to and didn't have to vote anybody out. So it was fun. Uh, yeah, back in Nashville. Um, maybe we could do like a live viewing party for the finale. Uh, but uh, Maybe not. We'll maybe but... not. Uh, maybe an on-tape viewing party. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, as always, this has been very fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to next season, next week. Yeah, next season but next week first where we'll find out the winner of survivor 41 drop the four keep the one thank you everyone for listening i hope you have a wonderful week and we will see you when it all ends see you